brisk pace. Roisin had grown up at the other side of the bay, a short drive away, but she preferred living near the hub of the village. Despite the low temperature, the air was unmistakably soft. Roisin could almost hear the kinks forming in her dark, glossy hair as the salty air worked its magic. Glad of the sturdy comfort of her scuffed Doc Martin's black boots, she wished she'd brought a downy puffer coat instead of the leather biker jacket she'd paired with her pale pink tulle skirt today. The watered-down lemony sunshine this morning had lulled her into a false sense of summer. Balancing the shopping bag containing the wine bottle and sushi in the crook of her arm, she wrestled with the jacket zip. The crossover cardigan with flimsy tank top underneath was adequate while she ran from the kitchen to the counter and back up to her office in Nuritur during the busy working day but it was no match for the now squalling rain. At a trot, she passed the sharply curving stone wall that separated the narrow country road from the sea. Darting across to the other side, she hoped the overhanging trees might offer more shelter. In another few weeks, the tiny buds that dotted the hedgerows would flourish and ripen into juice-laden blackberries. She licked her lips, longing to taste the rich jam she'd make from her pickings. Roisin sighed in grateful relief as she rounded the corner and saw the small whitewashed cottage shining like a beacon through the rain. Bellows of grey smoke belched from the chimney and Roisin trotted happily towards the door. Hi honey, I'm home, she called out, then started coughing. The open-plan kitchen-come-living room was smoky from the fire and her friend was nowhere to be seen. Jill? Setting her bag and wine on the kitchen table, she rushed to the pot-bellied stove and snatched up the poker. Shoving the single log and pyramid of peat briquettes into the back of the grate, she secured the door shut. She was too cold to open the windows and doors, so instead, Roisin escaped into her bedroom. Too small to host a double bed as well as the wardrobe and dressing table, she'd opted for an iron-framed single bed. It's not as if I'm entertaining cues of hot lovers, she had joked with Jill. For the moment, a single bed with a feather duvet and a pile of pillows will do me nicely. Jill, on the other hand, had said she'd rather hang her clothes on the floor than pass up her double bed. I mightn't have a steady boyfriend yet, she'd said, hands on hips, as they'd moved in together three years ago. But I've every intention of interviewing for the post. A teacher in the local primary school, Jill was vivacious and enthusiastic. From the time they'd held hands in the Montessori room in Ballyshore National, aged three, she and Roisin had been inseparable. That you, Ro? Jill called out now. No, I'm a masked murderer. Stop it, Jill said, bursting into the bedroom and flinging herself onto the end of Roisin's bed with her hair turbaned in a towel. How's it going? Good day at the office? Yeah, it was really busy. That burst of sunshine this morning brought the tourists and locals out in force. So, aren't you going to ask me how I got on last night? Jill said, eyes shining. I heard how you got on, Roisin grinned. You weren't exactly keeping it to yourself last night. I know, and on a school night too. I'm such a rebel. She sighed. I was a bit hungover this morning. Dreadful idea when there are 25 pairs of eyes squinting suspiciously at yours for six hours. I don't know how you work as a teacher, but doing it with a hangover and very little sleep seems like self-inflicted torture to me. Gordon was worth it, she said dreamily. Gordon? 
with a name like that, he hardly sounds too rock and roll. He didn't seem it either when we first met. He was at the enrolment for the summer evening classes. He's not actually taken part. He was simply there to set up the computer for one of the lecturers. I enrolled for birdwatching. Birdwatching? You? Don't you need to be quiet and still for that? Yeah, she sighed and rolled onto her back while rubbing her damp hair with the towel. I'll call and say I've changed my mind. I really wanted to do Italian, but the woman enrolled in that course was like an ancient little shriveled person who'd been exhumed after the disaster in Pompeii. Roisin laughed and shook her head. Jill was incorrigible, but she adored her. I brought sushi for you to try, Roisin said, and some delicious white wine. It's a Riesling, a really special Spätlisse to be precise. A who? Spätlisse, or sweet wine from the Rhone Valley. It's usually served with dessert.